Hello and welcome to another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, Adi. And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them and we can tell you how not to adult. Honestly, are you all surprised we dropped another episode? Yeah, we're finally <laughs> back on schedule, y'all. And hello again, everyone. Uh, and thanks for tuning in. It's the first Friday of 2024. And I hope everyone had a great first week of the year since this week is officially the transition week for everyone as we all slowly return to reality after all the holiday festivities. Truly, it is now the season of post-holiday blues for most. And I hope people who are still experiencing it can return to their normal routine soon. <laughs> uh-huh. As the festive season winds down and the new year begins, many find themselves grappling with the post-holiday blues, which is actually a common phenomenon, hey, that rhymes, <laughs> characterized by a sense of melancholy and, well, a dip in motivation. And that's because the transition from the exciting, joyous festivities to the routine of everyday life can be challenging, leaving all of us feeling, well, a bit deflated. Yep, so we hope you, our listeners, get to navigate through the post-holiday blues and rekindle a sense of positivity and renewed energy in your daily lives. Mm -hmm. Whether it's finding joy in small moments, uh, setting achievable goals, or incorporating self-care practices, you'll discover effective ways to shake off the holiday hangover and embrace the opportunities that lie ahead. Wow, such positive words and yeah. the first week of the year. Pow. <laughs> so let's all dive into a journey of self-discovery and empowerment as we conquer the post-holiday blues together mm -hmm. and find comfort as the calendar turns another page, ushering the promise of a new year. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of comfort, that is our topic for this week. Mm -hmm. So since we're all mourning the end of the holiday festivities, I'm sure some of you guys are also rejoicing at the fact that you won't be seeing your judgy tita and other magates or even toxic relatives again for a while. Alam mo, isa rin yun sa mga kinakaget over ng iba. <laughs> Ang makawala sa sakit ng mga unexpected snide remarks, uh, comments and light ng mga kamag-anak from multiple gatherings and family reunions of the holiday season. Truly. Ipon na ulit tayo ng lakas for next year mm -hmm. and hope na makaiwas na tayo at di na ulit mababate o matatanong kung bakit wala ka pang anak? Bakit wala kapaging partner. Bakit yan ang course mo? Bakit mukhang tumataba ka na naman? At ang favorite game ng mga tito at tita natin ay hulaan na kung magkano ang sweldo mo kasi kakabili mo lang ng bagong telepono o kasi layas ka ng layas. Yeah, I think uh, this is a very relatable Pinoy family reunion scenario that we all hope to avoid. Yeah, but I guess that's a common thing for family-oriented cultures anywhere in the world. <laughs> anyway, with what we just mentioned, those are just some of the insensitive things people throw at us. Worse is, oftentimes, they're from our relatives or even friends. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, because we're just so comfortable with the people around us, we often don't notice how brash or how hurtful our words are, even when we think they're coming from a place of concern. Right, and... They say Filipinos are known for being hospitable and that we are very loving individuals and also very helpful in nature and we like to help in comforting our friends and loved ones with their problems. Like, ang hilig natin to give advice that we don't even follow or tumulong sa friend get, uh, getting over a breakup or situationship. Did I say that right? Situationship. Uh, anyway, uh, but sometimes we do it in the wrong ways that instead of comforting someone, we end up making them feel worse. 
Yeah, when trying to comfort someone, some of us may lack awareness of personal boundaries, leading us to make insensitive comments or intrude on others' personal space without realizing the impact. So, have you ever tried comforting someone but ended up making the situation worse? And are you the type of person who just has no idea how to approach a situation when someone goes to you for help? For the veteran listeners, you know the drill. And for the new ones, welcome aboard. Join us for our first episode of the year as we talk about ways to comfort someone without inadvertently being insensitive. And listen to us tell you how not to be insensitive when trying to comfort someone. Before anything else, like for any other episodes we do, this is me again stating a disclaimer that we don't claim to be experts when it comes to any of the topics we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We are just really talkative yes, <laughs> and are basically sharing our experiences so that others won't have to make the same mistakes we did and can actually learn from our encounters. So let's get to it. People have different communication styles and some may not be aware of how their words or actions impact others. Insensitivity can sometimes arise from a lack of understanding or consideration of different communication preferences. That's why we thought this would be a good topic to start the year as there's no better time to explore meaningful ways to develop how we connect with others. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's why I think it's really important to delve into such a crucial and often overlooked aspect of interpersonal dynamics, which is the art of sensitivity when comforting others. So (laughs) uh, I have to admit that I had a problem with that in the past. Mm -hmm. And it took a sense of self-awareness and you, of course, uh, reminding me to understand that my words are sometimes hurtful even though I was trying to be helpful. Yeah, parang hanggang ngayon naman problema po pa ganyan. I mean, not with me, but to your friends, especially Lubel. Pagtarantado ko lang talaga. Anyway, uh, I'm still learning and I'm continuously a work in progress. So, I love you, Lubel. You're a good friend. Without you, there's no us. <laughs> so, uh, to start things off, uh, here's our first unsolicited advice for how not to be insensitive when trying to comfort someone. <laughs> Tip number one. Uh, do not invalidate their feelings and emotions. <laughs> how not... <laughs> so whenever we try to comfort someone uh invalidating their feelings can occur unintentionally because we're thinking hey i'm already trying to help by providing comfort so there's no way i can be insensitive at this point Mm -hmm. but it usually happens and can well, it can have a significant impact on the person's emotional well-being. True. So, to avoid invalidating someone's feelings, here's one thing you should avoid. Do not minimize how they feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, don't say things like, it's not a big deal, or that they're overreacting. Like, okay, diyan big deal para sa'yo. Pero big deal yan para sa kausap mo, mm-hmm. kaya nga siyang balungkot o umiiyak sa'yo eh. Mm-hmm. I remember before, I used to say that uh, a lot. Well, all the time to my friends, things like, okay lang yan, that's nothing, it'll be fine. 
truly those are dumb and unhelpful ways to say to anyone. <laughs> Wala na siyang na-add sa conversation. Talagang may malang. So remember that when trying to comfort someone, we should let them know that it's okay for things to not be okay at the moment. Provide comfort by not making them feel uncomfortable to begin with. Let them know it's a safe space with you for them to let out their feelings and emotions because sometimes all they really need is to have someone to listen to them. Yeah, to listen to someone while not interrupting them is already a great way to give comfort. Uh, so to add to that, uh, another way to avoid invalidating someone's feelings is to not be dismissive. Uh, people air out their concerns to get it off their chest and immediately shooting these down could really be hurtful. I cannot emphasize more on this, but just listening to their pleas really helps. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty of this, by the way. Uh, I remember when you had really bad days at work back then. My replies were very templated, and I often invalidated how bad your day was by my usual canned replies. Sample ng canned replies. Okay lang yan. Malayo sa bituan. It's okay. It'll pass. Tayon, mga ganon. So it it was really bad. You then called me out for it by saying that you didn't really feel any better when you would talk to me about your problems. So I tried, and I'm still trying to be better and be more supportive when it comes to those types of conversations. Basically, I wanted to make you feel that with me, it's always a safe space to vent and free yourself from worries. Mm, thank you for learning yeah. and changing your ways. Yes. <laughs> and you see, whenever one provides a safe space for someone who is sharing their worries, anxiety, and problems in general, it really allows a person to debrief. Mm-hmm. And debriefing provides a structured space to process and express emotions related to an experience. Mm-hmm. So it allows anyone to discuss their feelings, fears, or emotional impact a situation may have had on them. And there are still so many ways to make someone feel that their feelings and emotions are invalidated. But the key to avoid making them feel that way is to truly listen without interrupting. Mm-hmm. Everyone experiences and processes emotions differently, so respect their perspective, even if sometimes you don't fully understand or agree. It's all about acknowledging their unique feelings and experiences and, well, listening. Just let them let it all out and tell them that with you, they are in a safe space, free from judgment, Mm -hmm. where they can truly let their guard down and be vulnerable. In my opinion, that is the most powerful way to comfort anyone. So, if you have nothing to add, I guess... I'm good. Okay, that's it for tip number one. Do not invalidate their feelings and emotions. Moving on to tip number two. Do not compare their situation. You know, this is funny because I know someone who does this a lot. Like, competition kahit problema. Ganun kalala. One-upping anyone's bad situation never really helps. Uh, kunyari, ako may ubo. Tapos, the person I'm talking to will say na sila may fever, headache, and phlegm. So, wow, wow, wow parang triple threat na agad siya. <laughs> like, where does this conversation go after that? Kasi, wala na talaga eh. And this is much worse when it comes to problems or concerns with bigger weight. Another example is when I told the story about how bad my year went. And this person goes on saying, Eh, paano pa ako? Ako nga, ganito nangyari. Ayun, wala na. Dead na yung usapan. And 
the person airing out their problem is in no way able to openly discuss what they need to let out since they just got shut down right from the start. Ang magandang sagot dyan, eh, ikaw na yung mas mabigat ang problema. Ikaw mm, na yung champion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. We are all dealing with different kinds of shit in our lives. And fuckery gets thrown our way all the time. Mm-hmm. In different mm-hmm. tiers and levels. But no way, as in truly, there is no way, as in never ever, are you being helpful when you respond to someone who is airing out their problems by telling them you've experienced worse. Mm-hmm. If you think trumping their problems would make them feel any better, or saying things like, others have it worse, or I went through something similar, it wouldn't magically make their worries or frustrations go away. Mm-hmm. It just won't. Honestly, it would make them feel worse. I don't know if it's just me, but I truly, truly don't like being compared to anyone or with anything, regardless if it's something positive. Okay, hear me out. I truly believe that even when comparisons are intended to be positive, they can still evoke negative reactions because even positive comparisons can inadvertently undermine anyone's sense of personal effort and achievement. Personally, it makes me feel that my hard work and accomplishments are being overshadowed by the comparison. Mm -hmm. And that's already something positive. So what more when one is comparing your problems with something else? Right. And I think that under comparison... People even use humor as a defense mechanism. Ikaw, minsan. Yun, talaga. Huwag mo namang gawing katawa-tawa yung problema ng iba and think you're helping them cope. Yeah, they might be offended because you're making a joke out of their situation and no one wants to feel that they're not taken seriously, especially when they are talking about their problems. Like in your situation before, when AD had an accident, I remember someone saying, at least di na bali yung buto, di ba? Then tumawa, like, dude, what a fuck. <laughs> and yes, that is a fact. But it really isn't nice to say if you're offering comfort. So I should be grateful, Papala, and say that, oh, it's okay for me that my ACL tore, my patellar tendon ripped, my meniscus broke, and that the ligaments and tendons that have anything to do with my left knee movement were either dislocated or destroyed. Because at least, at least my bones are intact at walang nabali. Mm. I feel so much better. So, so much better. Although something seems factual, we should truly not let our intrusive thoughts win and blurt out unnecessary things like that. Uh, hindi talaga yung nakakatulong in any way. <laughs> Follow your own advice. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's you. Ito eh. Ito na eh. Ito, ako na, ako na to. Uh, I'm the type of person to crack a joke about the most mundane things. But I always have to be mindful that there is a time and space for that and it's not always appropriate. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Huh? So yeah, don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk like me. When someone is sharing their problems, don't compare their situation with how bad yours was or with anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, use empathetic empathetic statements to convey <laughs> that you understand and care about their emotions. Uh, things like, I can imagine how that must feel or it sounds like you're going through a really tough time. Uh, things like that can help them feel understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it for tip number two. Do not compare their situation. Moving on to tip number three. Do not provide unsolicited advice or immediate solutions. Man, 
our whole podcast's foundation is based on unsolicited advice. Well, uh, <laughs> people listen to it consciously and with their consent. True. <laughs> uh, it is their conscious decision to listen to us. So we're safe right there. And yeah. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, we're not forcing you to listen to us. It's oh, entirely your choice. <laughs> and we have disclaimers for that. So mm-hmm. let me repeat, we do not claim to be experts. It's someone's free will to ride this roller coaster with us. Safe. <laughs> Safe. But anyway, while the intention may be to help, giving unsolicited advice and offering solutions too quickly can make people feel like their emotions are being brushed aside. And sometimes people just need to vent and be heard without receiving immediate advice or solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't pile any two cents right away since there might be sides of the story that are yet to be known. And it's always safer to not give out unsolicited uh, unsolicited advice. Mo yan. Unsolicited <laughs> advice. Uh, that could become a cause unsolicited <laughs> advice. Na yun, yung unsolicited advice could become... Ano ba yun? A cause uh, for something much worse. So yun, baka lumala yung sitwasyon dahil sa advice mo. And you wouldn't want to be that person na magpapalala ng sitwasyon. Yeah, and the thing is, when you offer immediate solutions and unsolicited advice, you somehow disrespect a person's autonomy since offering solutions without their request may be perceived as infringing on their ability to navigate their own challenges. Mm-hmm. Gusto mo ba yun? Infringing. Wow. Infringing. Gusto ko yung fring- mo yun. fringe na series. <laughs> Ulitin yun, mo. Yun lang yung unang pumasok sa utak. <laughs> it may also undermine their sense of independence, you know. Since baka naman pinungunahan mo sila at nagiging pala decision ka while they prefer to explore solutions on their own terms oh, and timelines infring- or their own infringing. pace. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, ganito lang yan eh. You can get the tea, but you should never have to brew it as well, di ba? Milk tea na lang. No, milk tea na lang. <laughs> yeah, some people may need time to process their emotions and, well, thoughts before seeking or even accepting advice. Mm-hmm. So allow them to process what they're going through. And again, just listen. Do not advise unless they give you the go signal and explicitly ask for it. Mm-hmm. Respecting, empathizing, and showing genuine interest in understanding a person's experience will provide more authentic support to people who try to navigate their difficulties and challenges in a way that aligns with their preferences and needs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but you just have to respect how they would want to solve their own problems yes, right. and give them time. Right. And uh, honestly, that's it for tip number three. Do not provide unsolicited advice or immediate solutions. You know, ako na. Unsolicited <laughs> advice. Ulitin mo yan. Unsolicited. Uh, moving on to our tip number four. Uh, do not disregard their preferences for comfort. Okay. So, preferences ayun. for comfort. Uh, I guess dito na naman, dito na naman papasok ang pagiging pala decision natin para sa iba. Yeah. Yan, yan. Uh, I believe that whenever we create an environment that respects comfort preferences, encourages open communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone is more likely to express their thoughts and concerns when they feel their preferences are valued. Yeah. So, uh, before offering any help, uh, support, or even trying to provide comfort, make sure to ask a person what they're comfortable with. Right. 
uh, it's always important to remember to never assume someone wants things done this way and that. Mm -hmm. People have unique preferences and comfort zones when it comes to problem solving. What works for one may not work for another. I'll use myself as, as an example. Personally, when I have a problem or when whenever I'm worried, frustrated, or anxious about something, I'm not usually the type to want to talk about it right away. So it's out of character for me to want to just, you know, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because it usually takes a while for me to compartmentalize my thoughts and process my feelings. So I don't and won't appreciate it if someone keeps pressuring me to talk about them. Like, that would definitely make me feel worse. Mm-hmm. I remember talking about it in an episode a few years ago. I think the title of that episode was How Not to Let the Past Hold You Back and Learning the Art of Letting Go or Moving On or something. So I remember mentioning back then that it took a while for me to process my dad's passing and how I didn't even cry in the hospital when he was being wheeled away or even during the one-night wake we had for him, and that it took about a week for me to process everything, and how reality only hit me when I went to his room to ask him to open my can of paint thinner, only to realize that he is no longer there. And that's when the floodgates opened, and I finally cried for hours, because it finally hit me that my dad's gone, and there was no doubt that I was a daddy's girl. And Experiencing that for myself led me to open up and talk about my feelings more. So it just took a really long time for me to process everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you see, comfort preferences often dictate how people approach challenges and find solutions. So let's respect others by not pressuring them to divulge more than what they're willing to share and by giving them the time and space that they need. When we respect those boundaries, when we respect those preferences, people we try to comfort can tailor their problem-solving strategies to align with their own unique styles, leading to more effective outcomes. Ignoring or disregarding someone's preferences can contribute to, well, increased stress and discomfort. Right. Not everyone wants to discuss their problems right away or open up about them. Mm -hmm. Some people take a while, while some may want to sleep it off. while. Others may want to make themselves busy to avoid thinking about them, and others may just want someone to listen to them. So it's really different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's why it's important to acknowledge and accommodate people's comfort preferences as it fosters a supportive environment that promotes emotional well-being. Yeah. Uh, So that's it for tip number four. Uh, Do not disregard their preferences. Preferences for comfort. Preferences for comfort. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on to our final tip. Tip number five. Do not offer empty reassurances. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really guilty about this. You should be. Before. Before. Nakalimutan ko yung word na before. Hindi na masyado ngayon. Uh, I've changed na talaga. I've cha- changed man. <laughs> <laughs> you have. So, Herwin did used to do this a lot. <laughs> yeah, like I told you, guilty. Anyway, offering empty reassurances is somehow related to being dismissive mm-hmm. because you're just doing it in a more positive and nice way. And sometimes, we may not even be aware that we're doing this. Yes. Basically, yes. empty reassurances are statements that, while they're very well-intended, 
they may lack genuine substance or fail to address the underlying concerns of a person. So they can unintentionally come across as dismissive or, well, insincere. So when someone is sharing their problems with you, avoid saying things like, it will be fine, or stay positive. Or, ikaw na lang mag-COVID positive. Yun, mas gusto ko yun. <laughs> yun. Uh, or something like, uh, things happen for a reason. Yun. Eh, paano ko natatay ako habang nasa mahabang biyay, tapos walang stopover? Uh, Di ba? Yun. Paano, yung, paano, mo, paano ko susolusyonan yun? Uh, sino may gusto nun para sa akin? Diba? Things happen for a reason. Uh, uh, Siguro kumikinahin ka. Curry. <laughs> Uh, stay positive na lang ako na natataay ako at iisiping natataay ako kasi may reason na dapat talaga ako natataay for that moment. <laughs> What an example. Ako naman, <laughs> the one empty reassurance line that I really hate, well, I hate the most, would have to be, it will get better in time. Like, no shit, it will get better in time as time heals all wounds. But dude, your reassurance is overlooking my immediate pain and suffering that I'm facing at the moment. Parang pag apply ko lang yan sa situation na may sugat ako. No, tapos sasabihin sa'yo, gagaling rin yan. Okay, I know. Gagaling Gago. siya. Pero anong gagawin ko ngayon? Masakit siya ngayon. No, Himasin ko na lang ba't sasabihin, <laughs> you'll heal, you'll get better with time. Malamang gagawin ko na immediate solution, which is to wash it off, put alcohol, apply topical medicine or something, then put a bandage on it. Saying it will get better in time does not help because the person is feeling shitty right now. And masakit siya right now, okay? Ah, yeah, I don't wanna yeah. have to wait. Oh, tama, tama. Tapos ito pa, ito pa. Additional ko pa dyan. Uh, I know exactly how you feel. Yun, ayoko talaga yun. <laughs> Why? Grabe. Uh, it's like an instant one-up to what a person is trying to get off their chest. Uh, everyone's experiences are unique. Yan, you have to keep that in mind. And even if you had a similar situation, you can't fully understand the intricacies of another person's emotions, Uh, thoughts and circumstances. So, no, you don't know how someone feels, so stop saying that. <laughs> ano pa ba yung mga useless lines that we sometimes say? Uh, you're overreacting, or OA ka lang, yeah. or just be happy, mm-hmm. or it's all in your head. Annoying. And another annoying thing people would say, usually it comes from those who are, well, well a bit older, or yung mga nakakatanda. You'll understand when you're older or bata ka pa kasi. Bitch, anong bata? <laughs> Hintayin ko pa ba maging senior citizen para magets ko nararamdaman ko? Oh, ano man. that implies that the person's current concerns are not valid or important in the present kasi kailangan pa niyang tumanda. <laughs> anyway, never ever try to give false hopes just for the sake of saying something. Mm-hmm. Uh, wag kang mema. Right. It's important to recognize that Empty reassurances often stem from a desire to help, talaga naman. Mm-hmm. But they may miss the mark in providing meaningful support. Instead of saying those things, actively listen, acknowledge their feelings, and offer empathy as those are the actual and more impactful ways to provide comfort and support. Mm-hmm. And that's it for our final tip, tip number five. Do not offer empty reassurances. So before we end the episode, what are the things that you do To give yourself comfort whenever you feel sad or down. Oh, well, I usually try to do things that make me feel at ease. Ano nga? Uh, yun, yun nga, sinabi ko na. Uh, I'll give examples now. Uh, it's either I hug you. Wow. Wow. Play with taco. Uh, listen to YouTube vids. Listen uh, lang. Oh, listen You don't lang. watch them. Kasi usually, 
uh, when I give Taco a bath and his okay. butt smells really bad, I can't really watch. <laughs> so I just listen. Uh, uh, read a book, uh, play a game, or just look for random meme shit online. Uh, basically, anything that would keep my mind active and not idle. Uh, so you, uh, how about you? What do you do? You know Adam Ellis or Adam Tots on uh, Instagram or Twitter. I'm pretty sure you know this yeah, guy. <laughs> he's the illustrator and yeah, he's the dear David guy. And he creates funny and horror comics and even sometimes, you know, lewd illustrations. Anyway, I mentioned him because I saw his comic panel years ago about whenever he's sad, he buys something yellow. And at the end of that carousel post, it shows his room in real life with a lot of yellow things. So one thing I noticed recently is that whenever I'm sad, I create or draw something and then I usually color it yellow. True. That's basically why Chomky Mart's color scheme is yellow. Mm-hmm. Also, anyone who knows me personally knows I like the color pink. But in the past few years, I've been drawn to the color yellow. And yellow things just make me so happy recently. So yeah, yellow is in. Yellow. <laughs> and well, one less complicated answer. When I'm sad, I condition myself to drink water. Para kahit malungkot ako, at least hydrated ako. I may be a sad bitch, but at least I'm a hydrated bitch. Drink your water, B. <laughs> Anyway, as we navigate the complexities of human emotions, let's strive to create spaces that foster genuine understanding where comfort is not just offered, but tailored to the unique needs of each individual. Mm -hmm. Before we end this episode, let us go through the tips mentioned earlier for how not to be insensitive when trying to comfort someone. Tip number one, do not invalidate their emotions. Tip number two, do not compare their situation. Tip number three, do not provide unsolicited advice or immediate solutions. Tip number four, do not disregard their preferences for comfort. And finally, tip number five, do not offer empty reassurances. Thank you, listeners, for joining us this week. We hope you learned something from this episode and that the next time someone approaches you to share their problems and worries, your words will be a source of comfort and your presence will be a beacon of understanding. Yes. Wow. 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 <laughs> and you can send this to someone who needs to be a bit more sensitive when it comes to this thing, uh, to these things. Uh, send mo sa tita mong niinsulto ka tuwing Pasko nang di niya namamalayan, di ba? <laughs> Uh, anyway, we are truly grateful for your continued support and thanks so much again for joining us. Also, if you still haven't followed, anyway, I'm not forcing anyone to. If you just want to show support, please follow Chomky Mart on Instagram. Again, it is my art store where I sell cute stickers, handmade keychains, trinkets, and desk buddies. And I'm about to have my first shop drop this year on Monday, January 8th. So if you want to get your hands on cute shakers, keychains, themed dangles, and a Polly Pocket trinket dish, Ooh. or just want to be updated with shop drops, face-to-face convention schedules, and, well, shoppy releases, please do follow and support Chomki Mart. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, enough of my shameless plug. Please do join us again next week when we talk about the evil that everyone, young and old, tries their best to combat, which is stress. And listen to us tell you how not to handle stress unhealthily. Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Music by Joshua Benzon. Produced by Herwindy and ADD and Takoni. Ooh. ooh. <laughs>